Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. We are in the midst of a series on heart-centered life and leadership. And so far uh, over the last several days, we have covered a lot of information about the science behind what it is to be heart-centered and specifically regarding your entire life, whether we're talking personally or professionally. But today I want to hone in on the leadership side of things. Now, uh, if you are not a like a career leader, this still applies to you because we're all leading people. We are all leading our families. We may be leading people or per- portions of the community. We may be part of a group. We are all leaders in one way or another. And frankly, parenting would be high on the list because you are impacting future generations by how you lead in your home. So I believe these next several days, uh, and this could take us a while to get through in this series, this could be very impactful for you in regards to your leadership. So please stay with us as we walk through this. And if you did miss the first section, it kind of centers you on what heart-centered means. It gives you some science behind it and the power of the heart. And I think you might find that fascinating as well. So let's dive into today, and actually, first off, I want to mention a book called Heart-Centered Leadership, uh, Lead Well, Live Well. Uh, it's by Susan Steinbrecher and Joel Bennett, uh, who is a PhD. Um, fantastic book, and I'm going to be using uh, today some of the quotes uh, from her in regards to this book. Uh, it, it's a great book on heart-centered leadership, so if you're interested in delving in a little bit deeper, I'd encourage you to uh, check that out. But here's what she says about it. Okay, her definition of heart-centered leadership is means having the wisdom, courage, and compassion to lead others with authenticity, transparency, humility, and service. Now that is definitely what I would call heart-centered. And again, whether we're talking about the relationships you have in your personal or professional life, that could definitely be applied. Uh, Susan Steinbrecher, uh, the author, said, You lead by encouragement and inspiration, not by fear and control. And I've mentioned before, and I have actually many hundreds of times in front of large audiences talked about empowering leadership, and that's the foundation of it, is understanding that when you lead by fear and control, you paralyze your people, and you inhibit them from performing, and then you punish them for those inhibitions. And it's really a backwards mindset. and It's led to a lot of the 71% of, of disengagement that started, oh, well, a year, well, a couple, few, several decades ago. Um, but now it's down to 67%. And I attribute that to both the teachings of emotional intelligence as well as employee engagement. So anyone can be a heart-centered leader if they have the determination and daily commitment to practice certain core principles. Now, we're going to talk about some of that to start off with, and then I'm going to offer you 21 21 signs that you are a heart-centered leader. And I think you'll really be uh, fascinated by that. So make sure you have your pen and paper ready at some point and, you know, go, go and jot those down as sort of a checklist for you, okay? So let's start out with this today. So basically, uh, the, the root or basis is there's two things are required to tap in and unleash human element. The first is your ability to listen. Even better, your ability to learn how to listen. Now, I've talked about this in previous uh, talks that we've had, or, uh, 
uh, different um, episodes that we've had. But we need to listen to listen. And so often it's tempting to listen to think about what you want to say. Um, or, you know, trying to prepare your answer. Then you're missing out on cues that could change the entire uh, course of the conversation that you're having. So we need to learn to listen to listen and really be open to listen. The second is your own willingness to clear personal obstacles. In other words, get rid of all biasness. Uh, your own story, your organizational obstacles that, that may get in the way are going to inhibit your ability to really hear what's trying to be communicated. And so we have to take off those, you know, quote unquote, rose colored glasses and really be willing to, to listen with an open heart. Uh, Chinese proverb states, if you stand straight, do not fear a crooked shadow. <laughs> so three differences of a heart centered leader is uh, the f- number one, to, the focus is to serve the people that you're leading, not the other way around. A heart centered leader tells the truth. If you're not able to provide information when asked, then you must be willing to explain why you aren't at liberty to share that information. So open communication. Um, I I know of a company right now that I'm very familiar with because I have a client in that company um, that they have over 400 employees and they haven't even communicated yet um, that they're having an acquisition. And it's about to happen like this week or next week. That is going to rip out the the security rug and the confidence rug from all of the employees. They're going to be on shaky ground. They're not going to understand whether they're about to get a pink slip. They're not going to understand what they're supposed to do, what their position is anymore. It's you can't you can't just um, do those types of things and expect people to be able to walk tall and strong and powerful and confident in their position and what they're what they're you know able to do or what they're expected to do. A heart-centered leader does not judge or assume, but comes to understand asking the right questions instead of rushing to judgment and assumption. Our book outlines, uh, this is referring to a, a quote from Susan, our book outlines some key guidelines for heart-centered behavior, but in order for this behavior to be authentic, it has to come from a place of emotional resonance and coherence. Now, that's what we were talking about in the days leading up to today's episode, is you know having that emotional resonance that that where your heart and your mind are connecting in agreement and you are totally confident in what you're saying because you have a full belief um, you have to believe what you're doing you it has to resonate with you so whatever's happening in in your family or in your company and what the decisions that you're making and the beliefs that you have is all aligning ultimately a heart-centered leader leads from principles values and virtues and I talked about uh, a uh, Understanding your core values, a uh, uh, checklist that I have, and actually helps you develop into a specific outline, guideline, and affirmations. If you want that checklist, please feel free to write me on Facebook or on uh, LinkedIn. Okay, so I'm going to uh, leave off with that because we are out of time, but we're going to uh, dive in tomorrow to the 21 signs that you may be a heart centered leader and, and, and you know, kind of keep that in mind as a checklist for yourself. Well, it's Michelle Steffes with Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine. I hope you're having an amazing day, and I look forward to having you tomorrow on the podcast.